Hello and welcome to the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 108. Let's talk pumpkins. Hi everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. Today I am talking about the world of pumpkins, the health benefits, nutrition facts, creative culinary uses, and I will also address the difference between canned pumpkin and pumpkin pie mix that you can get in a pan, in a pan, in a can. It, National Pumpkin Day is coming up, and as this episode drops, we are right before Halloween, and then of course Thanksgiving, where it tends to be all things pumpkin for the season. Now, let's talk about what better way to celebrate Pumpkin Day by talking about pumpkins. Well, probably eating them would be another way to celebrate pumpkins. So I'll talk about pumpkins, the difference between the jack-o'-lantern pumpkins and what we call culinary pumpkins, as well as the health benefits of consuming this food on a regular basis, and then how we can cook with it beyond pumpkin pie. There's a lot more I'm going to cover, so I am just going to dive in here. What is pumpkin? And are jack-o'-lantern pumpkins different from the kinds that we eat? Well, as a lot of people know, pumpkin is an orange-colored squash that belongs to the gourd family. And the kind of pumpkin we use in cooking are called culinary pumpkin or sugar pumpkins. And these are different from the jack-o'-lantern pumpkins. So culinary pumpkins are smaller, they're a little bit sweeter, and they have a smoother texture, which is why we like to eat those. Now, jack-o'-lantern pumpkins, on the other hand, are certainly larger and better suited for carving because of their size and their thicker and stringier flesh. Now, you can eat the pumpkins that we use for jack-o'-lanterns, but they just aren't quite as flavorful as the smaller culinary or sugar pumpkins. So I tend to think of it like zucchini squash. Now you can get the nice small zucchini squash and then you have the kind that just get out of control and they're huge. You can still eat them. They just don't have as good a flavor or they're not as flavorful as the smaller ones. So let's talk about the health benefits of pumpkin. Now, pumpkin is certainly more than just a symbol of Halloween and Thanksgiving, but it does tend to be forgotten outside of that one, maybe two-month period. Now, pumpkin is packed with all kinds of health benefits. It is a rich source of vitamins and minerals, particularly vitamin A, which is important for eye health, and vitamin C, which is helpful for our immune system. Pumpkin also has a good dose of fiber, which can help with our digestive health and help us keep feeling full. Now, for nutrition facts here, I'm going to address one cup of cooked mashed pumpkin. And this one cup has about 83 calories. It's less than one gram of fat. It has just under 20 grams of total carbohydrates, 
but it's got seven grams of fiber. So fiber is a type of carbohydrate. And then it's got just under three grams of protein in this one cup and over 500 milligrams of potassium. So people tend to think of bananas as a rich source of potassium, which they aren't bad, but pumpkins are a great source of potassium. Now, pumpkin, as I already said, is a significant source of vitamin A. In one cup, you get 1,910 micrograms of vitamin A, and then you get 17,000 micrograms of beta carotene. So that makes this really a great food to include in your diet regularly. Let me give you a point of reference here for vitamin A. The RDA, or the recommended dietary allowance for vitamin A, is 700 micrograms per day for women, 900 micrograms per day for men. And in one cup of pumpkin, you'll get more than twice of that, twice that amount in one cup. So just for 83 calories, you get your vitamin A. Now, vitamin A, and more specifically, beta carotene, which is a precursor to active vitamin A, is generally found in red, yellow, orange, and some green vegetables. So the orange in pumpkin, really a great source of beta carotene. Now, what are some ways we can cook with pumpkin besides pumpkin pie? So whether you love it or hate it, pumpkin pie is something that is very much this time of year. And it's a classic favorite. But there's other ways to have them in your, in your meals. You can make pumpkin soup. You can add pumpkin to risotto. You can roast pumpkin and toss it into salads or even add it to a hearty curry. I tend to think of sweet potatoes and pumpkins and orange squash, which pumpkin is an orange squash. These things is interchangeable in my yearly diet, in my diet year round, I shouldn't say yearly diet, in my eating all year round. So you can roast pumpkin or mash it and have it be as part of many meals throughout the year if you have access to it. And because of that, let's talk canned pumpkin versus fresh pumpkin. Is there a health or a nutrition difference? Well, when talking about the difference between canned and fresh pumpkin, when cooking with it, you want to be informed about this. Now, canned pumpkin is certainly where convenience meets nutrition. So many of us tend to buy canned pumpkin, especially during this time of year, because it offers convenience and consistency. And canned pumpkin is typically made from a specific type of pumpkin known as the Dickinson pumpkin because of its smooth and sweet flesh. And the canners cook and puree it for us and can it for our ease of use. Now, when it comes to nutrition, canned pumpkin is just as often, I should say often just as nutritious as fresh pumpkin because in the canning, it does retain most of the vitamins, minerals, and the fiber compared to fresh pumpkin. So using canned pumpkin 
means you can enjoy its health benefits and versatility without having to carve up and roast it yourself. Now, you can do the fresh pumpkin DIY approach. So fresh pumpkin is something that you can make your own pumpkin puree from. So again, when doing this, you wanna get those smaller culinary pumpkins. And then again, that'll be labeled as sugar pumpkins, or it may also be labeled as pie pumpkins. These are the ones we wanna use for cooking. And you'll need to cut and peel and cook the pumpkin before pureeing it. And this can be time consuming, but if this something is what you wanna do, this is certainly, go for it, do it yourself. And the nutrition is very similar to canned pumpkin. But it's important to note that there might be some slight variations in flavor and texture, depending on which pumpkin you choose to do this with. Now, one more thing about canned pumpkin is canned pumpkin compared to pumpkin pie mix. There is a difference here. Now you can buy canned pumpkin and there's it's pureed pumpkin and then there's pumpkin pie mix. And if you mix these two up, you might realize it a little bit too late. So when I said canned pumpkin is pure, unsweetened, just pumpkin puree, that's it. It's a way that we can make it, we can make all kinds of things with it, not just pumpkin pie. So you can use the sweet, you can use the savory, that would be like pumpkin soup, for example. And this is where you have control over what you add to it, from the sugar and spices, or adding it to muffins, or whatever you want to do with your canned pumpkin. Now, pumpkin pie mix, on the other hand, tends to be pre-sweetened and pre-spiced. So the mixture of spices in there is specific for pumpkin pies. So this will probably have added sugar and then spices like cinnamon and nutmeg. And there might be some varieties that you find that also have added milk, like sweetened condensed milk in it already. So that's what you wanna use specifically for pumpkin pie. Now, I don't buy that. I did that one time and didn't care for the spices and the sweetener in it. So I always buy pumpkin puree and make my own pumpkin pie or other things. And most of the pumpkin puree cans have a pumpkin pie recipe on the back of it. Now, let's talk at this one polarizing topic, pumpkin spice. And why doesn't pumpkin spice contain any pumpkin? Well, the fact about pumpkin spice, it doesn't have actual pumpkin in it but it's a blend of spices, usually cinnamon, nutmeg, and cloves for that autumn flavor, that autumn season. This is the time of year that pumpkin spice is found everywhere, almost ad, ad nauseum. So it's, it's really a mix. Pumpkin spice is a season you can buy over in the spice aisle and it's a shortcut to having all the different individual spices that's used for pumpkin dishes and beverages. Like I said, it seems like everything tends to be pumpkin spice this time of year, from cookies to cereals to muffins to Pop-Tarts to all kinds of things. Now, 
I know most people understand that the word pumpkin is a descriptor for a spice blend and pumpkin is not an ingredient of pumpkin spice. However, the reason I bring this up is there's been some people on the internet who have railed against companies who don't have pumpkin in their pumpkin spice beverages. And that's just, well, in my opinion, it's silly. A lot of people realize that. But it was just a fascinating thing when people complain that there's no pumpkin in pumpkin spice when pumpkin is an adjective there. All right, one more aspect here. Don't forget the seeds. So there are benefits of pumpkin seeds. So we call them, you can buy them pumpkin seeds, but they're also called pepitas. And it's, oh gosh, a great source of antioxidants, healthy fats, and protein. So these are similar, you eat them similar to sunflower seeds where you pop them open and eat what's on the inside. And these can help with heart health, your immune system, and may even help you with better sleep because one of the ingredients in this seed, as well as many other seeds, is melatonin. So keep in mind, melatonin, oh, not melatonin, sorry, tryptophan. Tryptophan, that's what happens when I go off my memory. Tryptophan is found in a lot of seeds like sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. Not as high, um, turkey's not as high in tryptophan as some of these seeds are per serving. So if you're carving a jack-o'-lantern, go ahead and save those seeds and you can roast them up. And I can tell you real quickly how you can do that. So this is where I say, wash those pumpkin seeds off and Preheat your oven to 300 degrees. You want to dry off your pumpkin seeds as much as you can and then toss them with some olive oil and a little bit of salt or your choice of whatever seasoning you may want to try. And then you spread them out into a single layer on a baking sheet and you roast them for about 45 minutes. Now you want to stir these occasionally so they don't get too toasty in one section but not the other. And that's it. You let them cool and then you enjoy your homemade roasted pumpkin seeds. Now you can buy these over the counter as well. Over the counter, I sound like we're, we're buying drugs here. Pumpkin seeds, you can find them usually where you buy sunflower seeds just as well. Now then, if you wanna just do some baked pumpkin, you can get one of your culinary pumpkins some olive oil, some salt and pepper, maybe some other seasonings like thyme or rosemary or sage. And once again, preheat your oven to 350, wash that pumpkin, cut it and remove the seeds, and then cut up that pumpkin into halves or maybe wedges or even cubes. And then again, toss with some olive oil and seasoning, bake it in a single layer for about 30 to 45 minutes. So that caramelization, that browning, that real toasty brown, and you can do this with any kind of gourd, squash, root vegetables. So sometimes I'll do pumpkin, I'll do sweet potato, I'll do beets, and maybe even some turnips or carrots. Toss these all together with some olive oil and seasonings, maybe even a tiny bit of maple syrup, depending on my mood and roast those and they are just so good. All right, there you go. 
lots of information about pumpkin today and enjoy national pumpkin day i actually don't remember what day it is so it may already be past doesn't really matter i find this time of year when pumpkins available in the can more easily sometimes i have a hard time finding it at other times of year i'll buy extra so i can use it throughout the year so whether you're going to enjoy carving a jack-o-lantern or you are one of those people who likes the pumpkin spice anything, or you just want to start trying out that roasted pumpkin, give it a try this year, and you'll be doing yourself a huge nutrition favor. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. I do want to remind you that the Real World Meal Planning course is now open for enrollment and it is open for a limited time. So head on over to ShellyRyel.com. I have the link in the show notes where you can find more about the Real World Meal Planning course and how you can enroll and get started in that online course today. And while you're over there, go ahead and sign up for the newsletter or you can learn more about working with me and you can sign up for a free 30-minute introductory call. And all of this is in the show notes. So if you want to learn more, go ahead, head over there and drop me a note about what you would like to learn more about and how you found me. All right, that's it for this week's episode, everyone. You take care and bye for now.